What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day I know I am and today I've got a story time for y'all about arguably one of the When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie And no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you stupidest things I've ever seen a spoiled kid do, which is really saying something, you know? Usually the spoiled kid gets mad about being banned from video games or something, but like this dude just really decided to destroy his parents' windshield for no reason. But before we get into it, be sure to press the like button, otherwise no joke, no scam whatsoever. You will be cursed by a very angry witch and you don't want that to happen, so press the like button and without further ado, let's hop into it. So one day I was out in front of my house just like playing three flags up with some of the other kids in the neighborhood and we decided that we were going to take a break so everybody just started kind of like talking about whatever. Most people were probably talking about the NFL season that far that year but two kids started getting into like a one-up battle which is one of the most annoying battles to listen to. Nuh-uh, whatever you did was lame, whatever I did was way cooler. But instead of just like having a one-up battle, they were one-upping each other about who respected their parents less, which is a really weird argument to have. And so eventually everybody else stopped paying attention to what they were talking about and just started paying attention to the two guys that were arguing about who respected their parents less than the other. And I'm really not sure why, but they were just roasting their parents, right? They were like, dude, I respect my parents so little that I purposely leave my dirty dishes on the table to make them clean it up. Like, they were just going in, and obviously because everybody was listening and it's not something you expect people to be saying, we were all laughing at it. We thought they were joking more than anything. And then after that guy said that, the other guy replied and said that, like, he could break stuff and his parents wouldn't even care. Which just can't be true. I mean, even if you're like the most chill person on the planet, you'd probably be pissed off if someone came into your house and started breaking things on purpose and doubly so if they were like, yeah, I'm going to break this stuff because you don't care if I break this stuff. But whatever, they're going back and forth and after he talks about how he could break stuff and nobody would care, everybody kind of goes silent because we don't want to get in trouble. No one wants to be the guy to call out his bluff and then him go break something and then it come back on them. Like, oh, why did you tell my kid to break something? So whatever, the guy he's in the argument with decides to call his bluff and call him out, but nobody else is laughing anymore. Nobody else is having a good time. And he says, I guarantee you that you won't break your parents' windshield right now, which is obviously just something he thought of because he was like, the kid won't do it. No way anyone would be stupid enough to do that. Sure enough, no one would be dumb enough. And whatever, the kid's response is like, I guarantee you I'd do it right now. I'm not afraid of anything. 
And he's like, all right, if you're really confident that you can break everything and get away from it, then uh, go ahead and go break your parents' windshield. And some of us in the crowd literally start trying to reason with the guy. And we're like, don't do that, man. That's a very stupid idea. I guarantee you it's not worth it. Like, you're going to get in trouble if you break your parents' windshield. And instead of heeding the warning whatsoever of a lot of us, he's just like, whatever, my parents aren't going to care. It's not going to be a big deal. Windshields aren't cheap, and even if they were, that's just so inconvenient, dude. Imagine you have to go to work in the morning, you go to get in your car, and you just see, like, a huge crack in your windshield because your kid decided to take a dare from somebody over who respects their parents less. Oh, I failed as a parent when my kid starts destroying my car and preventing me from earning a living to teach me a lesson. But whatever, Mr. Entitled decides to go through with it, so he says, Fine, what? I I don't care, I'll break whatever I want. So he goes over to, like, the landscaping nearby, and I grew up in Las Vegas where grass is practically illegal at this point. You're not allowed to really use water for anything. So he goes. It's not hard to find, like, a decent-sized rock. A lot of people have these, like, fake rivers. I don't know how to explain it, right? It's like almost like a stream. They leave, like, a riverbed of rocks. If you grow up in a desert place, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, it it doesn't really matter. He picks up a decent-sized rock, And he starts walking over to his mom's car. And a couple of us warn him again, like, dude, this is a bad idea. Don't do it. And he walks over in front of his mom's car and starts holding this rock above his head. Almost like he's Atlas from the ancient Greek myth, you know, with the world on his shoulders. He's just got this rock above him looking at the windshield like it's the most threatening thing he's ever seen. Like he just has to take it out. And him and the guy start arguing back and forth about how, like, dude, clearly you're scared of doing it. Don't break your parents' windshield if you're afraid of them. Like, it's not worth it. It's okay. The guy who's arguing with him is saying this to him. And he's like, no, man, I respect my parents less than you respect your parents. Like, he was so bent on winning this argument that he really didn't care. And they're going back and forth. And finally, almost to like prove a point, he decides to just throw the rock at his mom's windshield. So he takes this decent sized rock and he gets some force behind it, you know, like an overhead throw. And it smacks into the windshield. And I can remember the sound. It just like sounded like, and then you could almost hear the glass splintering outwards. We probably literally couldn't hear it, but watching it, you're like, oh, that was not good. So the rock gets stuck like halfway through the windshield. It didn't have enough force to go all the way through. So this rock is sticking halfway out of the windshield like an asteroid sticking out of the ground. And there's all these spider webs off of it. And it's not even like you could drive it to a shop and get it fixed. Where it was sitting and how bad the spider web was, like, there's no way that you're going to be able to drive this car until it gets a new windshield. And so we all decide to book it because we don't want to get in trouble for this. We had nothing to do with it. So me and all my friends that weren't involved in the argument, we go home because I'm not trying to get in trouble for something I didn't do. And it just so happened that the kid that threw this rock was the type of person who loved to blame things on other people, you know? Like, if anyone would have been hanging around there when his parents came outside, he would have 100% tried to blame it on them. So I go to my house and I start playing PlayStation, and it just so happened that my room's window overlooks that kid's house where the broken windshield was. So I didn't really tell my parents what was going on, I just go up and start playing video games, and it was a beautiful day, so eventually my mom comes into my room and opened the window, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to open up all the windows because it's a great day. 
And I only remember that because it's what made the next part so easy to hear. But I hear another car pull up, and as soon as the door opens, there's immediate screaming of like, What happened to my car? What happened to my car? And I'm like, oh, his parents are home, you know? And they start yelling even more about how someone must have attacked the car, like they should have called the cops. Clearly someone's vandalizing them, trying to destroy their car. And I don't hear what somebody says back because they don't yell it, but I hear his parents yell, what do you mean that you did this? Why would you break our windshield? Why do you think that's a good idea? And like I said, I didn't hear exactly what was said from the kid to the parents. I just heard their yelling response. But imagine you've been grocery shopping, you know, you come back, you got to unload some ice cream into the freezer. There's just a rock sticking halfway out of your windshield. Your car would literally be impossible to drive safely. You start freaking out. You know, no one would be dumb enough to do that to their own car. So, like, one of the neighborhood kids must have decided to commit some vandalism, must have decided that th they were going to take revenge on you. And then your kid comes outside and is like, oh, yeah, my bad. I was in a competition of who disrespected their parents more, and I decided to win. So, whatever, I, I don't know what story he said, but there was like a good 20 minutes of screaming about how they could not believe that he would be dumb enough to break the windshield and he was gonna have to pay for it and he inconvenienced them so much because how are they supposed to get to work now? And he wasn't yelling back, so I wouldn't really hear what he said, but his parents were not getting any calmer, so I got a good feeling that it wasn't, like, super apologetic and, oh, I'm so sorry for breaking the windshield. I know for a fact that if I would have done this to my parents, then I would have been grounded for a good century and a half. I, I would have had to become a vampire and be immortal to ever see the outside of my room again. I just feel like, I don't know, if I broke my parents' windshield and then they found out about it and I was like, eh, whatever, I don't care, there would have not been very fun consequences. And I did not see the dude outside for, like, a week. Other than school. He would go to school, but he was definitely in some pretty big grounding and he was also going to, like, other neighborhoods and mowing lawns to try to get money to pay him back. And I know windshields aren't cheap either, so I don't know how many lawns you have to mow to pay for a windshield replacement, but I feel like that was a lot of labor. Hopefully he learned his lesson, though. I, I didn't really spend a lot of time hanging out with him after, so who knows if that's still his party trick. Whenever he gets a little uh, too drinky, he just goes and starts throwing rocks through windshields. But just don't break your family's stuff. It's really easy not to. All right, so this job takes place when I worked at the movie theater. It's not the longest one in the world. It was just really bizarre. Basically, at this movie theater, we had a really fast turnover rate. There was, like, always new people. There was always people leaving. There was a lot of people that worked there, and it's not like it was a glamorous job that a lot of people wanted to stay at for the rest of their lives, you know? But whatever, this kid showed up and he had a different polo shirt on than the rest of us. We got, like, given one from work with our logo, but it was the same color, so none of us cared. We just start working, but we had one manager who was super nitpicky about that stuff, and it was kind of annoying, but obviously when he realized the guy was wearing a different shirt, he started asking him, well, why don't you have a company shirt? Like, we gave you one at the end of your interview, where is it? And instead of going, oh, I forgot it and I had this one that was the same color, or like any excuse, the kid's response is to just angrily yell at the manager and be like, I can't wear that cheap crap. And yeah, the shirt was cheap, it was itchy, but all of us are standing there like, dude, the shirt sucks, but it's our job. It's kind of our uniform. No one likes to wear what they have to wear to work. And our manager is confused and is like, what do you mean it's a crappy shirt? 
and he grabs his polo. You know when people grab their clothes and like pull on it to show it off? He does that and he says, this polo was $3,000, okay, bro? I don't want to wear your cheap knockoff. I don't think the company was sitting there trying to knock off your $3,000 polo. I don't think they knew that a $3,000 shirt existed, if you want me to be honest. It was like he couldn't understand that places can have you wear a polo shirt for a uniform and they're not trying to copy a design. Like, it's not a fashion statement. It just happens to be something that people can wear that's, like, a little bit nicer than a t-shirt but comfortable and they're cheap to order in bulk quantities. And my manager doesn't really know how to explain the idea of a work uniform to this guy. So he just says, well, you have to wear your uniform or you can't work here. Like, it's corporate policy. If I let you wear a different shirt, then I have to let everybody wear a different shirt. And, like, I just can't do that. And he kind of tries to threaten my boss, you know. Well, I'll quit right now on the spot if you're going to make me wear the company shirt. Which really only works if you have a ton of leverage at your company, you know? Like, if you're just somebody that's absolutely irreplaceable, you're the only... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guy that knows the software they use, you can say, you're going to do this or I'm going to leave. But this guy had only been here for 20 minutes, so it's not like he's some expert that we can't work without. And no offense, but it was very easy to find people that could come in and work at the movie theater. I worked there for a year. I liked the job, but it was not backbreaking work. It's not like it was very difficult to get the hang of. You press play on the movie and you sweep popcorn. It's not like you're the CEO that's grown the company from nothing to like a billion dollars in revenue. And if they don't give you a chunk, then you're walking like you just have no leverage. It was literally just the equivalent of like, I I don't know, a slightly more glamorous janitor position where you also got to press play on the movie. And every now and then you, you serve people popcorn and they got mad at you because movie theater prices are expensive. But whatever, he tries to threaten my boss and is like, you're going to let me wear this polo shirt or I'm going to quit. And my boss just wasn't having it and says, okay, fine, I I guess you don't work here. And the guy is stupefied for a second looking at my boss, but then storms out all angrily talking about how we wasted his time. And all of us were confused because we didn't understand how we wasted his time. And on top of that, he put in a lot more work to get the job than he did at the job. Think about it, between the job interview, having to come back and, like, sign all the paperwork, get your shirt, all that stuff, like, you know, getting a job takes some time, a couple days, to just get everything all sorted. He probably spent more time getting the job and signing up for the job than he ever did getting paid for the job. So, I I don't know what he was really thinking, that just seems like a bad investment. On the bright side, he can always go sell his polo shirt. Like, (laughs) I guess for $3,000? How do you even spend three grand on a polo shirt? Obviously, you know, designer clothes are designer clothes, but I feel like even a nice polo shirt. Like, if somebody was like, this polo shirt was 200 bucks, I'd be like, that's a really nice shirt. 
I'm not really understanding how you spend three grand on a shirt and it's worth it. I feel like you hit the point of diminishing returns on t-shirt quality. Either way, dude quit his job because he refused to wear a uniform, so some people out there are just so spoiled the idea of a uniform breaks their brain. Alright, so this next one, I was at a restaurant like two months ago, and I'll be honest, it was very uneventful. Our waiter was just a chill dude that was getting us food very, like, I, I don't know, it wasn't like the greatest restaurant experience I ever had. But there was nothing to complain about, it was literally fine. Our waiter was fine, and it would have just been an uneventful day if it wasn't for the dude that like just decided to come in like a wrecking ball a la Miley Cyrus. If anything, our waiter was a little too soft-spoken, like he was a little too quiet, but that'll matter in a little bit. Whatever though, me and my friends are like at dinner chilling, and this guy comes in with this date and they sit behind me and my friends and he instantly starts talking about like how rich his parents are and how they own so much around town, so basically everywhere he goes he's a big deal, so he, he wouldn't be surprised if their meal was taken care of tonight. And the girl, like, doesn't even have time to respond to what he's saying because he's just talking so much about how much money his parents have, and it's really awkward. And me and my friends weren't even trying to listen in and eavesdrop, but he's basically yelling it, and they're right behind us, so there's just not much we could do. And his date's just not really being impressed by it. She's not replying. He's not giving her a lot of time to reply. And it was almost like he didn't understand why someone wouldn't be super impressed by the fact that he had rich parents. And so when that didn't work, he decided to shift and just start complaining about the service because, I don't know, maybe in his brain that was a relatable conversation starter. But they had just sat down like a minute ago, so they hadn't even talked to anyone other than the person that sat them yet. So as he's complaining about how, like, man, the service here sucks, no one's even come to talk to us yet, even though they've been there for 40 seconds, the waiter, who's the same waiter as us, they had sat him in their section, right, or sat them in his section, walks up and he says, hey guys, what can I get you to drink? Which is the most normal sentence a waiter would say to you. I feel like nine times out of ten, it's something along those lines is the first sentence. But Mr. Richie Rich goes, what did you just say to me? And the waiter pauses and is like, what can I get you to drink? And you think that's appropriate. And the waiter is looking at this guy like, is that appropriate? What, how else could I say it? So he just says, yeah, I think. And I don't know, in Richie Rich's mind, he probably thought that if he started yelling at this service worker that his date would think it was really cool. But now we've turned, like I've turned, they, my friends could see it. I've turned because I'm just hearing this guy yelling and she's turning red because she's embarrassed. And the waiter's confused, and he's like, how about you go get me your manager, and we'll let him decide whether or not that was appropriate. And our waiter is so confused by this interaction that he doesn't try to solve it himself. He doesn't say, like, we don't need to get my manager involved. He goes and gets his manager right away. And his manager comes back with him, and before the manager can even introduce himself, Richie Rich is like, your waiter asked me what he could get me to drink. And he folds his arms like it was supposed to just be the bar of the century, you know? And the manager's looking at him, clearly confused on what the problem is, and goes, Okay, what about it? And Richie Rich is like, he had such a bad attitude about it. He was so rude. I've never had someone speak to me with such a rude tone in my life. I don't even want to eat here anymore. And the manager's confused and looks at the waiter and is like, 
were you rude? And the waiter is has like a look of confusion on his face and goes, no, I just said what I always say when I talk to a table. And Richie Rich just starts going off about how this waiter is lying and he's insanely rude. He probably treats all these customers horribly. And now like the entire restaurant is watching it because this guy's lying. And at that point, my friends and I are like, ah, okay, we're not going to let you get this dude fired and embarrass him in front of the whole restaurant because that just isn't what happened. So my friend's like, excuse me, excuse me. And the rich guy looks at us and is like, stay out of this. This has nothing to do with you. It's none of your business. And we just look at the manager and we're like, the waiter has been great to us. We overheard the conversation and it definitely was not rude at all. So we don't really know what this dude's on about. But like, don't be mad at the waiter for this. Because listen, I think everyone's had a situation where maybe you've had a bad day. You take something wrong and like, that's fine. But to complain to the manager and try to get someone in like real trouble for mistreating customers when they just didn't, that's crazy. Whatever though, now that this big scene has been made, his date just gets up and leaves which I can't blame her for at all if anything she probably should have left sooner imagine that what a horrible first impression you're on a first date he just starts screaming at the waiter gets the manager involved a random table is like hey dude can you stop freaking out on this guy for no reason so she leaves and now he starts blaming the restaurant and the waiter for making his date leave as if it's their fault that he was screaming at people and she decided to walk out And, like, this guy's clearly off in his own little world, you know? I I don't really know if his parents are Bill Gates or whatever. Even then, you're just delusional. But if you're gonna be off in your own little world, the, the caveat is you just can't bug anyone. Once you're in your own little delusional world and you start trying to get people fired and ruin their livelihoods, eh, it's different. You gotta come back to reality. And the manager, just having enough, just says, hey man, I think you should leave. Like, you've made a scene. Clearly, you don't want to eat here, so like, you should just leave. And now Richie Rich is offended, which, if you really feel like this guy's been so rude to you, you're so offended, they ruined your date, you'd probably want to leave anyways. But he so like, throws his arms out in a surprised motion and goes, you're really gonna ask a paying customer to leave? And the manager, without missing a beat, just went, uh, well, you haven't ordered anything, so you're not a paying customer yet, so yeah. And he was like, fine, I'll take my business elsewhere, and stormed out all angrily. And it was just a very awkward, uncomfortable situation. I don't know. I I don't know why he insisted on making a ginormous scene over nothing, but it it was just weird, dude. Doesn't matter how rich your parents are. If you have to scream at the waiter every time you go out to eat, that's not normal. So the other day I had to uh, go to Best Buy, one of my display port cables decided to take a poop on me and I wasn't about to like wait two days to not be able to use my favorite monitor, you know, like I just wasn't going to do that. So I was going to go to Best Buy and get one. So I go there, grab the display port cable, and I decide I'm already here, I'm just going to go like look at the GPUs, see if there's any in stock, because I don't know, for the last few years there weren't. And I didn't even need one. Like, I wasn't going to buy one. It's just at this point, every time I'm at an electronics store, I just check. And there's three dudes that are, like, college-aged, and they're kind of talking about, like, their professors and how it's crazy to be out on your own. So it's like they're probably freshmen in college-ish. And they start talking about how they wanted new PCs, and that's not abnormal. I feel like PC gaming is a lot more mainstream than it used to be. Not that it was ever, like, this super secret thing before, 
But with Twitch streaming, like YouTube, everybody has kind of, in my opinion, been like, no, gaming PCs are cool. Whereas it used to be like the really nerdy people. Which is good. I think that's a good thing. Anyways, one of them starts complaining about how their dad is only going to give them $2,000 to build a gaming PC and how that's just really not enough and he doesn't understand what his dad expects him to do with $2,000. And I'm just like sitting there trying not to have my jaw drop listening to this because sure, is $2,000 the maximum amount of money you could spend on a PC? No. Theoretically, like, if you really wanted to build the greatest PC to ever exist, you could spend a lot more than $2,000. But a $2,000 PC is a pretty juicy peach. Like, that's a sweet little machine right there. You can basically do everything you need to do and some on a PC that would cost that much unless you found a way to spend your money in the stupidest ways possible. Like, I don't know on what planet you would have a $2,000 gaming PC if you knew what you were doing and didn't overpay for everything that wasn't capable of doing basically everything you wanted to do. And even then, if it's free, who cares if it doesn't do exactly what you want it to do? If someone gave me a free Chromebook, I would be hyped. I'd be like, sweet, thank you so much. You went to your parents and said, I really want a gaming PC. And they said, yeah, sure, here's two grand. And you're mad about it? I don't feel like many people can just go to their parents and ask for an expensive PC and have it delivered to them the next day. But what really blew me away is the other two dudes that he was with start to, like, sympathize with him and tell him that he's in the right for being upset. Bro, that sucks. No way. Why would they do that? And he's like, man, I know it sucks. I don't know. And then the other one's like, yeah, that blows, dude. I can't believe that. And after I heard that they were on his side, you know, like they were hyped at him for for standing up for himself and he should ask for more money, I just got my display port and had to walk away, dude, because I didn't think what I was hearing was real. It was like a Cartman level glitch in the Matrix. I feel like Cartman used to be a joke, like the character on South Park. It's like, oh, no one will ever act this way. And for whatever reason, ever since the internet's become more prominent, I feel like more people act like Cartman every day. Either way, uh, if you don't want to spend $2,000 on a PC because you just think it's a waste of money, just build the $2,000 PC and give it to somebody because I guarantee you that they'll appreciate it, you know. And if that doesn't work, just give the money to me. I could find some stupid stuff to spend it on and I'd appreciate it. All jokes aside, though, I I really couldn't believe that he was sitting there complaining about his parents giving him a computer and his friends were like, dude, yeah, it's not good enough. Either way, though, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I'd really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new. If you like these videos, but you'd rather listen to an audio version, I do post a podcast over on Spotify. I'll put a link in the description down below. Feel free to go check that out. And other than that, uh, yeah. I really appreciate the support lately. I'm getting back on the grind. I know the comments have said you guys like the longer videos with the shorter stories kind of put together. So I'm going to be delivering 12 days of scrubs still on schedule. But yeah, thank you so much, guys. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I'll see you all next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.